The Indiana Fever are must-watch. I'll explain why. Lockdown Women's Basketball starts now. You are Locked On Women's Basketball. Your daily podcast on women's basketball. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Well, hi there and happy Monday. I am Howard Magdal, your host and founder and editor of the Next Women's Basketball Newsroom. You can follow us here every day by making us your first listen as you have. Thank you. At Locked on WBB on Twitter. You can subscribe to us everywhere podcasts are available and make sure you are subscribing to our work at the next the next hoops.com sign up for the free newsletter or pony up for nine dollars a month 72 dollars a year minus by the way 24.99 lead passes on us this year it's just the best deal i could possibly imagine for over a hundred reported pieces about women's basketball every single month Really excited to talk to you about the Indiana Fever, and I'm going to take you inside two conversations with Mary Ann Stanley, the head coach, a legend in this game. Just search Mighty Max if you want to know more, but she's been doing this, not an exaggeration, for half a century. And she's got a fascinating team at her disposal right now. Kelsey Mitchell is averaging 22 points a game. She is not just doing it on volume. She's hitting 43.8% of her threes. She is distributing the ball as well as she ever has. So it's a remarkable thing to see a star ascend the way she is right now, finding another level. But five rookies, five rookies, and they are all contributing mightily. Melissa Smith has been a force inside between Egbo, a rim runner and rim protector. Destiny Henderson giving Indiana solid work at the point guard position. Emily Enchler, the two-way contributor right away in impact. And though she's not getting as many minutes, Lexi Hull also doing some interesting early things and has won some praise from the coaching staff. So without further ado, I'm going to turn you over to our pregame conversation with Marianne ahead of Friday night's win over the Liberty. Listen very closely to what she's looking for out of her team going into this, because it tells you a lot about what we have on the other side. Say that. Thank you in person. If so you I appreciate it. I want to start with the defensive rating. Um, you guys are at 99.6, right in the middle of the pack in WNBA, but exponentially ahead of where you were last year. You're doing it with five rookies playing major minutes. How do you reconcile those two things when rookies tend to struggle when they adjust to the pros? Well, I think it's a credit to how hard they're working and, and uh, the energy that they bring to the court. And, you know, we're talking about high caliber rookies. You know, each of them has played at a super high level. And, uh, you know, we're just working at it. You know, our, our mantra is to improve every single day, whether it's practice or game. And I think we've been able to do that. You know, sometimes it's just, you know, small increments, but 
I think in this case, we're demonstrably better defensively and they have a lot to do with it. And I think everybody on our, in our team and all the way down to the coaches is committed to us being better defensively. We know we can't win if we're not better, significantly better defensively. So, you know, that's progress and we're going to keep working and try to get in the top tier defensively before this season is over. And just to, to follow on that, the four of the five have individual positive defense in their ratings as well. Um, you know, this can be forgiven. Mm -hmm, she mm -hmm. had faced Dona and Powell's lips. But right. with the other four, to be able to do that right away, do you think there is an advantage to the fact that they're all hearing it together for the first time the same way? I mean, I, you know. Probably. You know, matter? I think that they're, they're benefiting. Our rookie class is benefiting from having each other for sure. The fact that, you know, you know, they're not on an island alone. Sometimes when you have one rookie, it's tough, you know, they're the only one in those shoes and it, it becomes difficult. But this particular group, you know, they're, they're very upbeat. They're very energetic. Um, they ask good questions. They're invested. And so they bring a lot to the table beyond skill, like the intangibles that can help them be better defensively. But I think the fact that it's like a group of people that can rely heavily on each other and lean on each other really helps them. Good, Eric. Uh, Tony, would you please next? Of course. Marianne, you have uh, D-Rob and Elena with you guys now back from overseas. Do you anticipate either of them will be able to, to play today and be in your rotation? Uh, D-Rob will play tonight. Elena won't. Uh, she's had a, a real long season and was like the last one to finish, you know, with our, our group, you know, that's been here, that's come now. Of course, we have one more in Bria Hartley, but, you know, Elena, uh, you know, we've decided to just give her an extra day or two rest. And uh, so she won't play tonight. She is here. She won't play tonight. D-Rob, however, will play tonight. Last season when you guys were here earlier in the season, the, the heartbreaking finish from Sabrina. What do you guys have to do a little bit better to, to avoid that same result this year? Well, they're not a one-player team by any means, but, you know, Sabrina's playing at a high level right now. She's healthy and you know, that bodes well for them and not so well for everybody else that they play against. But, you know, they're getting good play from a lot of people. You know, uh, Laney played for the first time the other night. I expect her to play heavier minutes tonight. You know, we just want to come out and play solid basketball both ends of the floor. Um, obviously, uh, keeping it close and losing a heartbreaker here is difficult to, to take uh, early in the season. Uh, you know, not we're not looking backwards uh, at all, Tony. We're looking forward, and and uh, right now we're coming off of a win, so we feel good about our progress, and we want to keep going in that direction and not take steps back. So tonight, uh, an opponent that I've told our players, you know, they're going to be better. You know, they had a really tough game the other day against Chicago, and I'm sure they've learned some things, and they're going to be loaded for bear, so to speak, tonight. They're at home, and uh, we're going to have to bring our A game at both ends of the floor. Uh, James. Marianne, I know you mentioned that it's not a one-person team. So what do you think uh, Sammy Whitcomb does for them from that backcourt position just as far as their distributor? Well, both Sabrina and Sammy are outstanding perimeter shooters. You know, they, they both uh, have that, that it factor. You know, they both can get hot quick and, and can get on a run individually. And so you can never relax. You know, every time there's a, you know, they have the ball in their hands, they're dangerous. And that stretches your defense and poses problems with, you know, any, any ball screens or even, you know, flare screens, you know, they're, they're both of them are players that you can never relax because the moment you do, that's when they strike. 
And in both cases, they're good three-point shooters. So two possessions making a defensive error could light you up for six points and can turn a game. So, um, you know, Sammy, it probably, in my opinion, has the quickest release of any guard in the league. Uh, she gets the ball up quick with high accuracy, and, and that's what she brings to the table. She's a, she's a sniper. She's really, really good shooter. And you combine that with UNESCO's savvy and feel for the game, it, they're quite a good backcourt. Uh, last one, Zion. Yes, I know the other night, uh, Crystal Dangerfield had that huge game, but then she had to be released the day after. How emotional are those moments? How uh, how did you just as a team do you do with that, that from one night, just all hugging her for having a great game to, to the next day she's no longer with the team? I'll be honest, it was tough. It, it was emotional. Um, you know, I spoke with Crystal at some length and just told her how much I appreciated her and her effort and you know, we're in a numbers game that just, you know, is very, very difficult. Every team in the league is facing this. And, you know, I, I thought Crystal, as I expected, she would, was, you know, just a classy player and, uh, you know, a real pro. And, you know, it broke my heart to have to let her go. What can you say? But this is the nature of the beast right now. And until we, you know, have uh, expanded rosters or other opportunities, you know, it, it's going to be what it is. So, um, I told her I, I knew that she would land on her feet and that I also knew that during the course of a summer, circumstances and things change a lot, you know, on all teams and just to be ready that I knew an opportunity would present itself. And certainly if we had one, I would not hesitate to pick up the phone and call her for all the reasons she can play. She's a great kid, good pro, you know, checking all the boxes that you want to be checked. Penny D-Rob combo. I'm just wondering how you see it uh, playing out. You know, do you think of it as a platoon? Do you see it as D-Rob with an opportunity to help her learn as they go? Uh, you know, just curious how you see that. that it, it could be, you know, we're, you know, we're venturing into unknown territory, so to speak, a little bit, but it could be both of those things. You know, D-Rob's our starter. Henny's learning. She's acquitted herself really well up into this point in time. She's got a lot to learn. Um, Henny's such a good shooter. I won't hesitate her to put her at two and play them both together. You know, so when I say, you know, uncharted territory, we're, we're, we're going to do what works. And, you know, Henny's somebody who can play more than one spot. And so we will utilize her, you know, at the two when and where we need. Um, but, you know, we're all happy to have D-Rob back. She's coming off of a, a good season, a real good season in Turkey and looking forward to seeing her mesh with everybody else tonight. Awesome. Great. Thank you, Coach. Thanks, everybody. Right. Thanks. Talk to everybody post -game. She definitely can be a mentor, though, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Lockdown Women's Basketball is brought to you by Sakara. Sakara is a wellness company anchored in food as medicine on a mission to nourish your body through the power of plants. Their nutritionally designed, chef-crafted breakfasts, lunches, and dinners are made with powerful, plant-rich ingredients, helping to boost your energy, support your digestion, curb your sugar cravings, and get your skin glowing. Plus, it's all delivered right to your door, ready to eat. So right now, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakara.com slash LOCKEDON20 or enter code LOCKEDON20, L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-2-0 at checkout. That's Sakara, S-A-K-A-R-A dot com slash LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your first order. So... We heard from Marianne pregame. We understood what she was looking for out of her team. 
She was, I would say, buoyant post-game. 92-86 win. Indiana comes into New York, a really tough place to play. The crowd was loud. It was, it was a great atmosphere. And you'll hear her talk about this as well. But again, when you think about where the Indiana Fever were last year, I know Marianne, and you'll see the reaction. Somebody asked about it. It took her 18 games to get to two wins last year. This win improved her to two and two. She's two and three as we speak here on Monday uh, after a loss to Atlanta on Sunday and Ryan Howard, who we'll be talking about uh, as soon as tomorrow on the podcast. But obviously the reigning Eastern Conference Player of the Week is doing some incredible things. Spencer Nussbaum wrote a terrific piece about her over at thenexthoops.com. Go ahead and check it out when you get a chance. But Mary Ann saw big things out of her team. So big things out of her team, so big things out of Victoria Vivian's, truly a fascinating moment in time for this Indiana Fever team. Uh, Howard, would you please want to start out with questions for Coach? Absolutely. So just if you could take me through your thinking as we get overtime and what your team was able to do to win a game like this tonight? I think the biggest thing was rebounding. Look at the rebounding numbers, 57 to 33. I mean, that was huge. You had double-figure rebounds. I, I just am loading it up, but I think from between <clears throat> and list, mm -hmm. you know, we talked a lot about defense um, in the pregame, but, you know, the rebound is – and in a possession, in a definitive way. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How big a part of that uh, is part of why this team is able uh, to be so much better defensively this season so far? Yeah, that's huge. Um, you know, to, we talk about trying to get consecutive stops a lot. And to your point, you know, a lot of times a stop is is as good as your rebounding is. If your rebounding is not good, you can be good in the first 23 seconds or whatever. And a shot goes up and, and a rebound comes off. And, you know, if the other team gets it, it's a new, a new possession. And, you know, you're not, you're not getting them when you need them. So I, I thought we got some – our rebounding saved us a lot tonight. And Daniel Robinson just – I just too much to it. One, to have that kind of performance with one practice under her belt and yeah. the other is just – it seems she was very comfortable. It seemed like the offense was very comfortable ending a possession with her shooting from three. Uh, you know. Yeah, she's been working on it. I have to give D. Rob uh, a lot of credit. You know, when when uh, we had our exit meetings last year, three point shooting, improving the three point shooting was something as a team we wanted, but specifically for our guards to improve our three point shooting, which was not up to par a year ago. And she took that seriously. She worked hard on it. And we kept noting that during her, her season over in Turkey this, this uh, winter and, and spring, um, the, the three-point shooting had, had improved quite a bit. So she wasn't hesitant today. And that, I think, in the past, maybe she was a little hesitant. Mm -hmm. But she's been working hard on it, so I'll give her a lot of credit. And she was two for four, 50% from the three. Yeah, I'll take that every day. Uh, I, I just, just – oh, go, go ahead. Yeah, sure. Just, just the flip side, can you take me through that – defensive possession late in regulation where Sabrina gets the three. Uh, what happened? You know, she just keeps backing up, you know, like, <laughs> like, like no distance is safe with Sabrina. And, uh, you know, 
I think when she made that 30 foot bank shot at our end in the first half, you know, it's like, Oh Lord, it's going to be one of those nights. And, uh, you know, she's energized by playing here in front of these fans and in this building. And, uh, once she gets heated up, it's hard to stop her, but, um, you know, we just were trying to put length on her and, and switch as much as we could. And, you know, just push that, that action out as far away from the basket as we could. And, and then of course, clean the board. So, mm-hmm. yeah, she had a heck of a night. I mean, that's a heck of a performance. Uh, we'll go to questions on Zoom. Um, Zion Brown. Yes, Coach. Uh, it seemed like you guys blitzed a lot of the ball, ball screens tonight. What went into that decision just to, to double a lot on those screens? Zion, you there? Yes, can you hear me? Zion, can you hear us? Yes, you can hear me. Zion, talk one more time. Hello. Hello, can you hear me? There you go. Go ahead. Okay, Coach, I was just asking about uh, – it seemed like you guys doubled and blitzed on a lot of the ball screens that they ran. What went into that decision? I can't, I can't hear you. Say it again, Zion. It seemed like you guys decided to, to double and blitz on a lot of the ball screens that New York ran. What went into that decision? Yeah, we wanted to be much more aggressive to start the game, and I thought we were. I thought I told our players our, our energy level from the opening tip was what it should be all the time. You know, we've had trouble starting games the last few times out. And it just wasn't up to par. And I think, it, you know, some of it is just youthful inexperience, not understanding what this level of play is all about. I mean, this was a war out here tonight. It was a very, very physical game. And we just made a decision um, game day um, to be much more aggressive at the point of attack on pick and rolls. And uh, it, it helped us. Uh, Tony East. Marianne, Victoria gave you 20 points tonight, her first start of the season. What did you see from her that she was doing so well to kind of ignite you guys on so many possessions these games and what went into the decision to get her into the starting lineup? Um, You know, Tori's had a good season over in in Israel, and she's somebody that I've always had confidence in her ability to score the basketball, and I think maybe just a maturity level and an experience level now. Um, uh, She just seemed more settled and and, uh, more – just ready to give us what she's capable of giving us. And I think, you know, she's far enough away from the knee injury that, that uh, really hurt her earlier in her career. She has said for the last, you know, six months or so, she feels great. So I just knew it was a matter of time before she was going to play the way she was capable of. And, you know, she didn't hesitate tonight. I hope that, you know, maybe start and helped her. And if, if so, like good for us and good for her. You got 30 combined rebounds from the Baylor rookies, Melissa and, and Queen. What did you see from them on the glass, especially that allowed them to be so effective? I heard you alluding to it earlier. No, I mean, we, they just they just put in the effort to rebound, you know. And, and one of the things I, you know, talked with all of our, our bigs about, well, everybody, it's like, you know, you can't just, in this league, when there's size and length and athleticism in the post, which, you know, college kids don't see that on a regular basis, you know, in multiple numbers like you do on the pro level. Like you can't just go to the ball. You have to block out. And the first couple games we were having trouble because we weren't blocking out. And we've just made it a point of emphasis in all of our practices and in the games, the last two games in particular. And I think it's, it's sinking in that, you know, Natasha Howard's a pretty damn good player and she can rebound with the best of them. And you're not going to win a jumping battle with her under the rim. That's just not going to happen. So you have to block out and then pursue the ball. And I think in, in both Queen and Melissa's uh, case, you know, they're starting to understand that and, and 
you know, do what they need to do to, to, to block out first and then pursue the ball. I want to go ahead. I coach on as an insider. Uh, it seems like the youngsters, the rookies, have just brought such an infectious, infectious energy to this team. How early did you kind of realize that, and how fun is that been? Oh, 100%. Well, you know, we saw it, and it's part of why we drafted all of the ones we drafted. You know, we love their energy, love their mentality, love the fact that they've come from winning programs where they get the commitment necessary. You know, like you got to really not only love it, but you got to work because at this level, there, there wasn't a bad player out there tonight. Tell me who the bad player was. I didn't see one. You know, it is, that is what it is. And everybody's got talent. And so, you know, I think they're fired up as rookies are to just get those new experiences. You know, they're playing against players. They probably, you know, watched all through college and, you know, I'm sure they have their favorites, but, you know, just the chance to get out there and be a pro and play against the best and, and see how you stack up and measure up. Uh, it's, it's exciting, but personality wise, it's a good group. They, they like to have fun. They're serious when they need to be, but they like to have fun and just a lot of positive energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, James Boyd. Marianne, um, last season, it took you all 18 games to get to two wins. So what does it say about this group to get to two wins um, this early in the season and also to um, do it in this fashion and really gut it out? Well, uh, you know, this is a terrific win for our players. Really, really great win. They, it was a gut check win. It, you know, wasn't pretty all the time. Um, both teams made mistakes that I'm sure when we go back and look at film, you're going, oh, my goodness, shake your head. But um, nothing, you know, it was all earned. Nothing was given here. And so, um, you know, it goes back to the energy level. We asked them to, to provide tremendous energy. Like it was going to require our, our best level of energy and effort tonight in order to win. And that certainly was the case. Like it was really a physical game. Um, I'm just happy for our players, you know, that we're at 500 now we're two and two. We're going back home and we got to play in less than 48 hours. So we're going to be on a bus at 7.30 tomorrow morning, get home, do some preparations and rest and recover and then play at what, two o'clock or three o'clock on, on Sunday. I mean, it's brutal. We, we, we have probably the least favorable schedule in the league. Like whoever plugs in the stuff to the computer, as they say, I don't know, this computer must have it out for Indiana. But anyway, you know, we're not complaining. It, it is what it is. But we got to go home and get ready in less than 48 hours to go beat a very good Atlanta team that, like us, has been infused with youthful energy and some good talent. Um, one of the, the very best players coming out of college last year in Ryan Howard. And so, um, you know, we, we got to get to it. We'll enjoy this for the moment and then get ready for the next. Uh, Alexa. <clears throat> Hi, Marianne. This is Alexa Philbert from ESPN. Kind of building off what you've mentioned before, how would you just describe the mood and, for lack of better words, the vibe maybe for um, how just the team has started this season, not just with infusion of youth, but, you know, to get those first few wins under your belt um, so early, just not just from the rookies, I guess, as you were mentioning, but team-wide. more. Yeah, no, that's a good question. I think it's important for everybody because everybody on our in our uh, team works hard and they want to win. And, you know, it, it's been a struggle, you know, all throughout the pandemic, it's been difficult going, but we feel like we've got good pieces, be they, you know, newcomers, not just the, the draft class, but, you know, Alana Smith, um, uh, now Alana coach, Elena coach will be added. 
uh, all of our rookies and our returning players. You know, D-Rob showed you why she's our starting point guard. You know, she just got back from Turkey. She had one practice and she is where she belongs as a starter at point for us. You saw that tonight. Vivian's played as good as we hoped that she could and would. And uh, hopefully, you know, she's just going to stay on that track of being who she is and doing what she does best. And then, you know, you add the other people like Tiff uh, Tiffany Mitchell, Kelsey Mitchell. You know, they always provide a calm type of poise to our group. You know, Kelsey's been playing well lately. Tiffany's role has been a little bit different, but, but she's as tough as nails and as good a defender as there is. And, um, you know, providing that, that veteran experience that we need. So, you know, all the way around with our roster, I think people feel good about playing hard for each other. And that's what it's all about. At the end of the day, you need people who are willing to get in the trenches and play hard for each other, for their, their team, their staff, their franchise in a game like this with everything on the line in a tough environment and where the star player on the other team is having a, a, a night, you know? So they should feel good. They deserve to feel good. Hey, yeah. How you doing? Um, I know it's one way in this early in the season, but how much does this help you guys as far as changing culture and getting a winning culture back at Vienna with a win and, as you said, tough environment on the road and gut check time you guys came yeah. through. They could have won this game very easily, same way you guys did. How big is this to help? It's huge. Yeah, it's huge. You know, we need that, that – um, you know, stamp of approval, if you will, that we're good enough, you know, you know, sometimes when, you know, you hit a, a losing stretch, you know, people start to doubt or lose faith in their, their own ability. And so this goes a long way towards shoring up their confidence and, and also showing that there's no easy, easy path. If there was an easier way to get things done, we certainly would, we're not trying to do it the hard way, you know, but trust me with 12 teams in the league and you see all the people that aren't making rosters. I mean, it's, it's tough out here. And so I think everybody understands there's a level of uh, intensity, if you will, this year that, that, uh, and early that maybe we haven't seen. And it's important. I mean, that was like a playoff game right there. You know, I mean, like the, the vibe in the room in, in, the, in the gym was like that. And so I think we're going to see more of that. It's just kind of comes with the turf. Um, but for us as a franchise with a lot of young players and coming off of two losing seasons, <clears throat> you know, it's immeasurable how important this is. And, um, you know, it's one game, but we're going to, you know, enjoy the fact that we earned it, nothing was given, and then we did it as a team. And then we're going to, you know, get prepared for the next one on Sunday afternoon and try to get another win, win in front of our home fans. Uh, last one from Zach Ward. <coughs> Excuse me. Hi, Coach. Um, seems like you had to win this game three different times. Can you just talk about the resiliency your team showed when they would miraculously come back and tie it. Yeah, that, I mean, that's a good point. Um, you know, you never count out uh, a team like New York, and particularly when you got players like Inescu out there. You know, you, you can just never count a team out. As long as you got an opportunity, then, you know, you try to make the most of it. Um, but I just think it, it, it goes to show that, you know, every possession counts, everything you do counts. And I told our guys, there's going to be a lot of stuff on this film that we really like. And there's going to be some stuff we're going, oh my goodness, what are we doing? And it's, we're, you know, it's early in the season. You know, some of these guys, think about it. We have, what, how many new players is it? Eight, nine? nine. 
like they haven't played together that long. <laughs> so expecting it to all mesh and gel all the time in every situation, it's, it's a little bit unrealistic. Mm -hmm. And I keep preaching to everybody on our staff and be patient. You know, we have talent and they're going to keep getting better. We've asked them to improve, even if it's just incrementally, every time they touch the floor to just get a little bit better, a little bit better. We're doing that. So we're doing that part. And there's, there's a lot to improve upon. I mean, again, we, we're playing our rookies. Our rookies aren't sitting down there not being played. They're playing and they're getting invaluable experience. And, you know, this was, you know, an overtime game where, again, we, we probably could, we could have run, won it in regulation. We didn't. I mean, it took overtime and then we figured out how to do that. And that's invaluable experience for everybody. Coach, thank you. Thank All right. You Thanks, you guys. Appreciate it. Lockdown Women's Basketball is brought to you by Built Bar. Imagine the delight when the birthday cake puffs arrived. Imagine the screams of excitement in the Megdal household. Imagine dipping your finger into that plastic tub of birthday cake frosting and then opening your eyes and realizing it was only 150 calories and 16 grams of protein. So we received the birthday cake puffs. I can't prove it to you, right? Why can't I? Because they're gone. Because my children ate them. My wife ate them. My mom, of course, ate them. Nobody's had anything like this before. They're available right now. I don't know for how long. But we are a Puffs household in general. We love the churros. We love the banana cream pie. You should be a Puffs household tool. So go to built.com and use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Promo code L-O-C-K-E-D-1-5 for 15% off at built.com and tell them Grandma Myrna sent you. So let's hear from Melissa Smith. Let's hear from Victoria Vivians. Let's hear from the great Kelsey Mitchell, who is going to make an all-star team this year if there is justice in the world. Let's get a better sense of these people who are helping set the pace for a new day in Indiana. The Indiana Fever, they're two and three. I don't know if they're going to make the playoffs. This is a tough league. There are legitimately, especially with Ryan Howard playing as well as she is in Atlanta, 12 teams who can make a claim that they are ready to make the playoffs now. Only eight are going to do it. So this is going to go down to the wire. But here's what the Fever are. They're on the right track. Lynn Dunn who should be given uh, an end to her interim title and a long-term contract as long as she cares to stay. That should be done yesterday, in my view. They are on the right track, and they are fascinating to watch. So let's hear from the players. Thanks. Uh, now I want to start. Sure. Questions for any. Yeah. Tori or Alyssa. That's an old. Good to see you both in, in person. Good to see you. Um, let's just to start. Um, to be able to dominate on the boards like this so early in your career. I know we've talked about this. That this was this was always understood. What does it mean to do it and do it? You know, here in New York, um, and and put those numbers on the board for yourself. Uh, I mean, it's a great feeling when you go into a game wanting to win that game, you know, you, you go in there with a different mindset. So coming in this game, I knew rebounding was going to be the difference in the game. So, you know, I went up there and rebounded. Uh, 
<laughs> and Tori, you, you looked like you were comfortable in a way moving like when you were in Mississippi State. And Coach was saying that for the last six months, you've been talking about how well you've been moving. Obviously, you had a terrific season over in Israel. Do you feel as if you're in a position to do the things that you always believed you could in this league since you got here? Um, yeah. I'm not trying to break the floor. We got to get out of New York. Ah! <laughs> but no, like, um, I'm not trying to blame it on my injuries, but like, it's just been like a, a, a battle for me. Like ever since my first year, after my first year, uh, basically having injuries. So I haven't, it's been almost about to be two years since the injury and I'm feeling good back moving like I was. I'm comfortable doing what I do. So I feel like that plays a lot into where my body is back to where it was from when it was my rookie year. So I'm playing back like myself again. Thank you. This question is for you. It's like, um, you, you being to start right now, it's, it's been a rough patch. Not to say that you had a bad moment. Mm -hmm. You started the season 0-2, mm -hmm. now you're 2-2. When you were 0-2, what was the message in the locker room? Because you were being battled for before, but said, we're not going to go through this again. I mean, it's we say it every season like like you don't people don't like losing. We hate losing, so you got to just keep the positive vibe and keep the positive attitude in the locker room. So I would say the message is just the same. We just delivering different. So. This question is for both you guys. Would you define this one as a gritty win or um, um... I would say gritty because both teams play like they play well and play hard. So. I mean, was nothing. It was pretty basketball. You're making shots, so it's pretty. Um, so I feel like it was just a gritty, grinded out game. Could speak about the one thing that doesn't come on the stat sheet. I mean, it's clearly you guys were clutch tonight. Hey, am I saying her name wrong? Edbo. Queen Edbo. Queen Edbo. She did a she did a great job on Natasha Howard. Mm -hmm. She got the eight points. No oh boy, that's amazing. I was guarding her, <laughs> not Queen. <laughs> <laughs> I was guarding her. <laughs> Uh, I mean, in scout, we seen that she was a, one of the main focuses on the team. So, you know, going into the game, we knew what she did best. You know, we had to stop what she did best. Also, it was like nail help. You know, every time she drove, we had someone in the nail. So it was a group effort. I wouldn't say it was one or two people. Like, we all collectively, like, stopped her as a team. Coach just said that this team really likes to have fun, but then knows when to be serious. What have you gleaned from the, the rookies that have come into this team, just the energy that they're bringing? They are some very energetic <laughs> rookies. I can say that, um, like, about like me when I first came in, full of, like, life. Um, I love it. I mean, we need it because it's only, what, four bits? So we need the energy. We don't need to be dull all the time. So just, them just bringing in the energy, having fun, and actually knowing when to be serious and play basketball, I mean, it's a win-win. Um, go on Zoom. Tony, go ahead. 
Yeah, Tori, first I got two for you. You played with D-Rob last year. For her to step in like this, first game back, and and have some huge shots for you in overtime and step up like that, what does that say about her, especially as she's kind of grown as a teammate and a leader for you guys these last couple of years? <laughs> she's a pro. I mean, we are all professional athletes. And she knows to come in and do her job, and she did that, and she did it well tonight. So she was just being a professional. <laughs> On your end specifically, you move into the starting lineup, 20 points in this game. What did you like about your fit with that unit and how did playing with that group kind of energize your scoring effort in this one? I mean, it don't matter who I'm playing with, honestly, because I'm going to come in and give 100% whatever I got to help this team. So either if I'm the first person off the bench or starter or the last person off the bench, when I come in, I'm going to do what I can to help the team. I don't care if I start or not, to be honest. Uh, James Floyd. Tori, did um anybody get on first? Not a serious question, but anybody get on D Rob for not ending the game regulation? But um, secondly, um, how good did it feel to actually pull it out in overtime? Honestly, I'm not even gonna put that uh, on D Rob in regulation <laughs> because it was a lot that played into that. But uh, what was the other question? How good did it feel to, to you know lock back in and pull it out after they had done so much to to oh my the game back up? <laughs> it felt good because last year you know they beat us on the buzzer beater, so we had to get it back. Uh, Alexa. Hey, Tori. Uh, I wanted to follow yeah. up to some of the question of the uh, the energy that the rookies have brought. Um, has that made things feel lighter at all? Or how would you describe just like as you guys have been going through, you know, even from training camp um, through, you know, the early bits of the season, how does that just affect you all on the court and what you're all able to do um, from vets down? Well, I can't say anything about training camp because I was still playing overseas, but uh, ever since I've been back, they've been very energetic and it's been helping us like to stay lively and not be so serious all the time because it, it can it can stress you out just trying to be serious all the time. And I feel like they bring out the life in us. So I, I like it. I'm going to take it. I'll take them any day. Anybody have anything else for Melissa or Tori since Kelsey showed up? I do. Uh, um, let's just oh, the seven offensive rebounds again. Mm. You know, to be able to do that so early in your career, I know when we talked about this back in the winter, you just didn't have a question in your mind that you belonged, right? Is this part of showing that is uh, you know imposing your will inside and being able to do that so early on? Oh uh, yeah, for sure. I mean. I know rebounding helps my team win. So, you know, going to the boys also helps you score more. Every offensive <laughs> rebound, you're scoring easily. So that's why I rebound the most. And just the flip side of that is, you know, holding Natasha Howard to one. You know, yeah. Having that opportunity. Yes. It's not. It's not. Somebody who, who's been an all-star, somebody who's done this in this league. Do you take away added confidence from that? Or is this something that you just knew you were going to be able to do when you got I'll say you can't get too high or too low. You know, you got to see him again. So I'm not going to get too high on it because she can come out the next game and, you know, score 30. You know, a lot of people, they have up and down games. So I'm, I'm not going to, like, you know, hype myself <laughs> up. But, I mean, we did a great job as a team stopping her. Yes, Lord. I like good answer. <laughs> um, anybody else have anything for these two? Okay, See you. You're late. That's what you're going to be here for. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right, they follow y'all. Uh, Tony, anything for Kelsey? See, I'm good. I can't write on time. 
Kelsey, especially after last year when, you know, Sabrina hit that huge shot against you guys, how did this one feel to both, you know, clutch it out at the end of regulation and then again to get it done in overtime and get the win? Uh, I felt really good. Uh, obviously, it was a tenor, It was a lot of chain of events that kind of, like, imposed the game, imposed the will on the game as far as, like, having to win. So it felt really good. Obviously, New York is a fantastic team with fantastic players. So it was good to kind of get some Ws on our belt without having to, like uh, – get down on ourselves. So it felt really good. We're going to take this for, you know, the rest of the night, you know, till 12 o'clock and we're going to move on, man. D-Rob's your old vet, but she's looking like a rookie <laughs> out there tonight. Spry moving around, hitting huge shots. How big was she for you guys in that first game back? Oh, it's really good to have that vet experience around, especially at the, uh, at the PG position. Um, you know, I mean, obviously don't take any away from anything away from our other guards. Um, for example, Henny, um, but you know, having D-Rob back and her to be able having her to be able to point us in the right direction as far as what we need to be, um, especially in crunch time to, uh, situations is very important. Uh, we relied on her heavily um, without, you know, showing so much, you know, obviously you guys are in the locker room, but um, on the court and having her here is just, it was really, it was, it was amazing. We wrapped our arms around her as far as her leadership and we're going to continue to, you know, to need her. I want to go ahead. Hi Kelsey. I got two for you. Uh, the first one, I'm just so impressed with Queen and Melissa's. Yeah play yeah. overall but especially it seems like you know pick and rolls like some of these actors yeah. you guys already have this chemistry that feels yeah. like it's been developed way longer than you know, right, right. or something uh what have you seen from them running those plays how impressed you with them uh i think i could piggyback off victoria's statement they're so energetic they're so energetic i'm sorry um and on top of that they're not arrogant they're not cocky but they're confident in their game and they wear that chip on their shoulder so it always kind of wears and it kind of shows and they impose their will in a game like that. So um, without saying so many words, that energy and that that vibe as far as like knowing that they what they bring to the table and they bring it to the table very well, um, it shows. And so when it's time to do pick and roll action, it's time for us to like get in certain things and hit in certain spots, they know exactly where to be. And that's because of their confidence. And then piggybacking off of that, uh, coach said after this game that this is a team that really likes to have fun, but knows yeah. when to be serious. Can you speak to anything you've noticed in terms of the, the fun element of this team? Oh man, we let, we, we embrace our, I mean, our rookies are one of a kind. Man. We need really, we really need to have a TV show. I'm not even joking. Like y'all would be surprised some of the stuff we hear, some of the stuff that, uh, some of the questions that we have to that we ask them and they ask us, um, particularly when it comes to like airport stuff, bus, bus activity. Um, our rookies are interesting, but um, I wouldn't trade them in for the world. I honestly wouldn't. Um, this, this is a special group for us because we're authentic. Um, we are who we are and no one can put barriers on us. Sure. Uh, James, anything, Kelsey? Kelsey, how much do you enjoy being that closer? You know, you got to a hot start, yeah. a little bit of a lull there. Yeah. Winning time, you made plays to win the game. Oh, uh, feels good, man. I'm really coming into myself as far as that mentality and what's needed to be done for my team on behalf of my team. Um, for me, it's just those lows, trying to fix those and trying to keep that up and up. Um, those 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 dips as far as lows are too big. Um, but on the flip side. Um, me tapping into myself mentally um, and being able to talk to people like Coach Carlos and, you know, tell me and express to me, this is where we need you. This is where we need you. So after the game, Queen is like, you always know when to put us on our back. And that's not something that I look to do. It's just something um, I look, I love my team and I'm going to do whatever for them. Um, but we're definitely going to fix them laws. We can't hide them. <laughs> uh, last one for Kelsey Dion Cash. All right. Uh, congratulations uh, on another big win, second yeah. in a row. Um, second really complete game from you, double double digits. 
I mean, 20 point game, both games. Um, you guys are winning different ways uh, as well tonight. Um, you had to dig deep overtime. Yeah. Talk about the game a little bit. And uh, are you feeling like um, you feeling like that top 10? Hey, top 10, man. You're looking really good right now. <laughs> you're real good. The, the WNBA, they needed to start, you know, start wrapping up your uh, Wrapping up your campaign, but uh, congratulations for the win. And uh, what was it like tonight in New York for you? Man, New York is amazing. Let's first shout out to the city. Like, y'all city is dope. Um, that energy y'all bring, the energy and the love y'all show to y'all, y'all WBA team, the New York Liberty is amazing. Um, y'all woke up with open arms as far as the competition um, and in a good atmosphere. Um, it was all love. I think for us, this was a challenge for me because it's going to show where I'm, it, it tests me mentally to see where I'm at. Um, obviously went on a low where stuff wasn't falling. Um, shots were, you know, hard and aggressive. So for me, it was about making sure mentally I could bounce back and be where I needed to be. Um, so this was a, a huge test for all of us, um, particularly for our young ones to see how it is in the trenches, especially when you got to go against people like, you know, Ionescu, um, Banaja, um, which is like all of them realistically. So um, it was a test for us, but um, going forward, we're just going to take this and use it as, you know, put it in our book and, you know, learn from it. Awesome. Thanks, Kelsey. Thanks, everybody. Appreciate you joining us. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Thank you for making Locked On Women's Basketball your first listen every day. Now, go ahead and make Locked On NBA your second listen. From the first jump ball of the play-in tournament to the last possession of the finals, Locked On experts take you deep inside the playoffs with insight and analysis affecting all 30 teams, including our fearless team leader, Nick Angstadt's Dallas Mavericks, who are, of course, Moving on. Locked on NBA should be your second listen every day. I'm Howard Megdahl, thanking you again for making us your first listen. Follow us at The Next Hoops for all our written content, at Locked on WBB for all of our daily podcasts. I'll see you tomorrow. Wishing you a wonderful Monday. are Locked On Women's Basketball, your daily podcast on women's basketball, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.